Welcome. Welcome. To, to the Dates of Our Lives with Tunisia, Christy, and special guest, Pete. It's me. <laughs> we did it. I'm the guest. This is going to be our final episode in season two. <laughs> arbitrary seasons. Our very, our, not arbitrary in the sense of the lines of the tarot deck, but arbitrary in regard to any kind of seasonal activity. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we figured out that we're... Although, roughly. Yeah. Do you have this same... Mostly we take the summer off. Yes. We'll go with that. Yeah. How many episodes was season two? I know this is a fan, but I want to see if you Seven. Seven. This will be the seventh episode Excellent. of season two. Yeah. Our seasons have been seven episodes long. Perfect. Yeah. Rose of the Tarot. Yes, because if you lay out the tarot mm-hmm. in three rows, mm-hmm. the major arcana cards, you can have three rows of seven, plus the fool who's just floating out around there. So actually, season one was eight episodes. Oops. Yeah, but the fool is like on the journey. The fool is anywhere yeah. in the in the journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But this episode, yes, we are centering around the idea of the temperance card and you. Alchemy. Yeah. The mixing mm. of things together. Mm-hmm. And threesomes. What? 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 Pete, did you know that you were being invited to a threesome? I, I you know, we talked about that once I arrived. <laughs> which felt a little late. It's not like bad etiquette for It's bad negotiating, yeah. I don't uh-huh. think you should yeah. invite someone to a threesome without telling No, them you can't yet. you can't bombard <laughs> No surprise threesomes. That should, that's a general rule. As long if it as, like, like, two happens people more yeah. That's a great question. I still think that y'all should have time for a quick pause and just cover some quick things and oh, then yeah. go in. Okay. Still okay. can be yeah. hot. Still can yeah. be hot and we can use our words. Oh, nice. Mm. What words would you use? I would be like, hey, y'all, are we going to have a threesome? Mm. Yeah, we are. Hey, anything that you two are not comfortable with? No? Threesomes. Great. What about me? <laughs> someone asked me. Yeah. And if someone says threesomes, I'd be like, uh-oh. Pump the brakes. I read the room wrong. I did. Why I did think we're having threesome. different conversations. Oh, this is a podcast? Oh, my fault. I'm just the third person. I get it now. Well, Let me go change. True. We did have several before I clocked that yeah. out. I was wondering why you were wearing so uncomfortable. Dude, that'd be awesome if I just showed up ready for a threesome. <laughs> In the, in like, the proper garb. Confetti dildo. Oh, you have a confetti yes, dildo? Confetti because dildo. that would be you great. You can bring a confetti dildo. Okay. Yeah, but I'm imagining I you show up thing. with it. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, and out. then I would bring a bunch of other things. Yeah, great. Yeah, and then that's where you get to the real fun. What? You okay, this out, is my thing. I told you this earlier, and you know this, about me, Tunisia, is that I am bad at potlucks. Well, yeah. So what do you bring to a threesome? Implements. Toys oh. that either you plan on just using on yourself. Most of the oh, times, like your toys, yeah. that they're going to get inserted. They're just going to be yours. But implements that you're going to do like impact play with or something oh. is great. And there's a lot of different like sensation play. And that's where it gets fun to lay them Strawberries. out and talk through each oh, one. Strawberries yeah. is a great mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I had a dream a that involved whipped cream. Ooh. Recently, but it was also, rainbow dude, whipped cream. Oh, if somebody showed up a to a threesome <laughs> with <laughs> rainbow whipped cream, you'd be like, "Are you? You are a unicorn." Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> yes. I found her. The unicorn. 
part my of my dream. I love whipped cream. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, it was a stress dream. dairy free. <laughs> yeah, coconut whipped cream. Yeah. Ooh, rainbow, rainbow coconut whipped cream. Rainbow whipped cream. Whipped There's, I, somebody out there can invent this for us and then send us some to try out for free and advertise for you. <laughs> Does Thank that you. happen? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> really We're manifesting. Yeah, I could, I could advertise the shit out of that. <laughs> you would. Okay. So I'd bring it to all my threesomes. Exactly. <laughs> so I see how being invited to a threesome that you are not prepared for would be, wouldn't work out for like the toys and all that because you'd be like, I have a pen. It would It would be, you could do it in a, in a traditional <laughs> like way that would still be very fun. But yes, if you're going to. You would have to, yeah, you, it, it, it all depends. This is where we talk about okay. negotiating. You all are on the same page about what it is you're about to do. Threesomes can be boring as shit if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can, I and I think that is, and I think that's traditionally <laughs> the model that people view as a threesome. And that's also where they get like freaked out of like. Boring oh. threesomes? Boring threesomes is the model? No. But the model of like, of what you see even a lot of times in media and what you see of it as three people having traditional sex mm-hmm. is a hard thing to know how to approach, which is yeah. why some people are like intimidated by it. But the reality is a threesome can look like anything with three people. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you get into those more, more creative intimate spaces, suddenly you're like, Oh, I get it. Like I can totally understand my role in this because you talked about it, but just going into it blind, mm-hmm. that's hard enough for me going into it blind just with like, two folks but if you're going into a blind with three like yeah. you better oh right be, yeah 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 you better know what you're doing mm-hmm. right that's so interesting okay so a couple of things one um you reminded me of something i was thinking about in in the realm of like creative alchemy version of threesomes mm-hmm. and like thinking about creative process and i was thinking about making something with somebody else Mm-hmm. and potentially two other people or a group, right? And there is, like, you can approach it knowing it's going to be a collaboration, and then it's, like, it can bring up a lot of emotions, and it always does for me, which is usually, like, excitement and play mm-hmm. with, like, absolute, like, wanting to avoid any kind of stress or anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's unknown. But luckily, like, play side is pretty strong in me, so I'm like, okay, I'm excited enough to try. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of cool because I'm imagining like this image of like bringing three elements together or three people together and being like, we're going to create this unknown thing. Yeah. But even if you're doing that like in a creative way, like we are right now, like with a podcast, like we don't know what's going to happen. So we approach it with some kind of rules yep. or a pathway in. Yep. Yeah. And so we talked a little bit about Right before we started recording, we ta- we brainstormed a little bit about like the temperance card, mm-hmm. whatever we may know about it, the idea of threesomes, the idea of creativity and alchemy. And so we don't actually know where each of us is coming That's from, so true. Right. but mm-hmm. we do have like a small container Yeah. and a little bit of like a bridge into what will become. Yep. Yeah. And, and with that in mind, just to, to close this out, like that is what I think we lack in these creating intimate spaces mm-hmm. is that as a culture and the way that we don't talk about sex specifically, mm-hmm. it's like showing up to a, showing up to an art party. Sex. Yeah. sex. Um, <laughs> I love that your answer was 
it, very loud. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Voice for ASMR. I've tried it sometimes, and I listen back, and I'm like, ah, that was so loud. Oh, really hush. I know. I forgot. <laughs> but but just for the but, for the listener at home, I leaned in and whispered the word sex. Yeah. Tunisia leaned in, sultry, and whispered the word sex. Yeah. And I said he, it. He leaned forward and said it real yeah. loud. Uh-huh. <laughs> I understood the assignment. I was like, ah, we're all saying sex. <laughs> My turn. You nailed it. You did. All right. I did. Tell us more. All yeah. just saying that that kind of, whether it's like what we did pre-podcast of giving this, even the idea of giving an episode a theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is a way of creating is a way of, some kind of container. Exactly. Ooh. And yet, we go into these spaces a lot fucking winging. Like one of the most vulnerable things yeah. that we, it's, it, it's right. bonkers to me. And especially, and that's why I say like, so when we, when earlier when we were talking about, you know, what if a threesome just happens? I'm like, yo, I would maybe like, that'd be like going into a podcast episode with no theme, <laughs> yeah. which mm-hmm. is not going to create the best episode. So even with like improv, there are inroads, right? There's mm-hmm. like. You've practiced it in yeah. some way. So, like, yes, I think you're right. It's, like, it's a weird thing to have, like, an improv, like, a sexual threesome and also know that, like, people are crazy vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have, like, trauma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they might not. be, like, really self-conscious no. about certain things. Yep. Like, it's, like, a minefield. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also think, I mean, part of what I was reflecting on was, like, the... And what you said, Christy, is like there is something kind of cool about even if you do prepare, like the unknown yes. is so present. Mm-hmm. And so you actually like what I am curious about is like the container of this liminal space that gets built. Right. And yeah. like whether that's like an actual sexual threesome, which is like this sexual energy that gets built up and mm-hmm. like it then like is diffused when everyone goes their ways or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, like, a project or whatever mm-hmm. happens, but this, I don't know, the way that the, that alchemy, that's really, I'm, like, right. so curious about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm really, I was thinking about, I went on a songwriting retreat a couple weekends ago and was, like, really excited to go and then was also, like, oh, man, I really hate co-writing. <laughs> Even though I literally was going because it's, like, a great experience <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to co-write. But I was like, I don't know if I really want to co-write. And I was like all grumpy about it because I approached things with a grumpy attitude sometimes. Yeah, preach. And then <laughs> it's like you start with just tiny little inroads that you know. So like we did some free writing. We had a conversation. And then it's like there's these cool, like because I do trust that something will appear mm. because of the practice of having done it before. You just start and then like we ended up writing a song that I like super love and I'm like super happy. But it was cool because it's like it's that thing. It's like we were two people with our own crazy shit going on and then have an inroad to this completely unknown space Mm -hmm. where we're like, I actually don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah. And then we created something like really beautiful and meaningful that was not able to exist with just one of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that is... And so yeah, just the idea of being able to create something out of the unknown and be anxious, but it's like that anxious energy or that excited energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's just energy, right? Yeah. 
but it's fueling. It helps fuel the creation sure. of yeah. the, the third thing or or the unknown thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think there, for me there's something about what happens in, I was like trying to, I didn't come up with very many of them, but like what happens in those intermediary spaces, right? Like I think of like estuaries or other places mm. where like two things are meeting and then mm. something out like an ecosystem. ecosystem. Yeah, like ecosystems form that are mm-hmm. like ver- so specific. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like what is happening in those meeting and those joining places and I, so that's for me is like that edge that's really cool to play at, but you actually can't, there is something that's really dynamic about it and organic mm-hmm. about it that you can't account for. So it's like mm-hmm. the uncertainty of coming together, having some kind of inroad, but then like just allowing yeah. for that, like, I don't know, it's like waves meeting, right? Like you have to be like, this is going to happen and then something else will happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and like in a way that makes me think of, of you know, the idea of, like, non-dual thinking, where, you know, to use your waves and, say, the ocean metaphor, like, you have those two things separate, but, like, the, 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 when they come together is where, like, you get something um, completely different and completely unique, and you can see these new ecosystems form. And I feel, like, so often, you know, when I think of, like, the third eye or third wave thinking of seeing something you know, whether it's a problem or something you're just trying to navigate in life and you have, you see it at first as like the, the right way to do it or the wrong way to do it. <laughs> you know, the the black, white, the all the different ways that we talk about binary. that. Binary. The binary, thinking. the yeah. dual way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And so often, like the real goodness or oftentimes even the real, like best ways to approach something is in that third way that you have to like sit with it's it's very rarely the first thing that we see that's cool it's those yeah, two things cool. that we see and then if you can sit with it long enough ultimately you come to this like third way of being like it's actually both and yeah you know it's actually a combination of these things of where that goodness lies in the, in yeah. the place you want to get to but it's not the first way that you look at it very right. rare good people like really fucking enlightened people like, they can get there quick, and that's, like, the muscle that you try to get better at as you get older. But I feel like, you know, so often we see it as two things, not realizing that the real beauty is in... Well, I think that's really interesting. Just, like, what you're saying combined with that visual that you described, yeah. Tanisha, of, like, having... Like, we see things as being distinct because that's, like, one way that we survive. Mm-hmm. But literally, like, nothing is distinct, right? We're all, like, interwoven and mm-hmm. overlapping and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's cool that like that's like this other way of being aware of the world is like seeing it as all interconnected Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so then to have a visual example of like like that um eco tone forming between the two environments yeah and being like oh actually like there is no like distinct prairie and right whatever (laughs) it's not a dualistic thing at all yeah it's actually just a mixed mash of all sorts of different varying degrees of of how we approach, um, you know, anything like, you know, I think of it as like how we, when the way that we thank God are finally talking about gender, like we were right. talking about earlier. Yeah. That's such a gift in that not being. Right. Cause like we think things. there's two oh categories, like a generalized version of thinking about yeah. gender is that there's two. Yeah. 
And that's actually just like factually incorrect. Yeah. yeah. And it's not helping anybody. And there's always a spectrum between yes. yeah. being yes. ways of being or yeah. or things of <laughs> things of having. Things of ways <laughs> of being and things, things of, of having. having. But it's Beautiful. like yeah, and it's like this I think it's again that space of like potentiality. So like non dualism is like what you're talking about is like that the third thing that you get to see mm-hmm. or the other the otherness that mm-hmm. is like so full of potential mm-hmm. and like and tells a different story mm-hmm. and so like when i think mm. a lot about like world building or like world's futures that i want to live in and it's like it is about like i i think it's hard for me sometimes but i also like in conversations i have like i think sometimes people like get really stuck on like what will it be like it's like well, we actually don't know yeah. so we have to just keep looking more mm-hmm. deeply mm-hmm. and i think to our like our nature metaphors it's like actually i think that's a place where we can like you could get an example yeah so mm-hmm. many examples yeah and yet you still don't know yeah like you but still and then like the same thing with like a creative collaboration you don't know it still mm-hmm. feels uncomfortable it might feel mm-hmm. scary but it's gonna be like it's an act of becoming versus mm-hmm. like yeah versus an act of going towards a specific destination because you actually don't know where it's going. Yeah. yeah. And it's like so fun because like really it's like what could go wrong? Like everything. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> and also like everything could go right. Yeah. And actually we have no idea so we just have to be like let's be here. <laughs> I mean, really, is this a podcast where I can talk about D&D? Yeah! Is it really? Oh. Okay. okay. But I can you... your notebook and see that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" This I is have such a, a huge I thing. have a question though. Please. I have a statement. Great. Make it sexy. D and D is so sexy. <laughs> it is. Oh my god! This and is I'm an so example of you. You watch Fox Hunter? Yeah. So fun. The and then most if you actually fun. play it, it's a whole different lens that you view that show yeah. through. Yeah. Because okay, so here's the point about D and D. I'll see if I can make it sexy. Um. Are D- you a bard? I no, don't, I've never played bard, actually. I don't think it's so not... I would be a great bard. I, I don't think it's not sexy. I just wanted you in particular. I know. I'll figure it away. Um, <laughs> so so the old... <laughs> it's just he, he leans voice. in and says, Sex! Sex! <laughs> Sex um, voice! <laughs> there's three elements that you are always bringing to a D&D story, a D&D campaign, which is also kind of three elements that you're always bringing to life, but it is... The story itself, which would be like the source material, the book, the campaign that you're working off of. Mm -hmm. So you have like a text that is a story. Then it is your interpretation of that story Mm -hmm. as the one who is running it. So as the the game master, the dungeon master, whoever's running that game. It is then, yep, the DM then takes it and interprets it how they want to. I know. And then there is the experience of that story, which is what the players Mm -hmm. are actually coming to. And when you have those three things... It's so many wild cards in that, that inevitably you are going to create an extremely unique story that does not exist on its own with any of those three things on their own. Yep. Like, it is not just the the book that you bought. It is not just how I read it. It is how they are actually experiencing it. And so much of that, I feel like, you know, is how we live life where you have literally what happened... Mm-hmm. Then you have how you are experiencing what happened, and I could be in the same room mm-hmm. experiencing that same thing, and it be a completely different 
experience for me. And so mm-hmm. someone can have an experience and someone can tell a story and someone can hear a story. Mm-hmm. And every time that that's happening, you're like creating a new way of, of experiencing something that actually is just like what occurred. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. never that, it's never that simple. And so like the thing... But that's exactly a creative act. Like, it exactly yeah, is. And it it's is. constantly happening around us. And like so we, cool. I don't that's feel cool. like we talk about that enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like we even, I mean, the, the thing I love about D&D is watching, you're so hyper aware of the story you're creating that I, and I wish we had that same kind of hyper aware experience in our own lives. Interesting. That like Interesting. so many times like days, like even today was just such a drudge for me. And in reality, like I was playing a fucking D&D campaign today and mm, making decisions that's awesome. and like, you know, <laughs> growing my character. But, but we, because we're not, it's not gamified that we don't view it that way. Mm-hmm. And this is like this really beautiful opportunity to be like, wow, life is what, like I just played this, so off topic. I just killed my mom in uh, my last <laughs> D&D campaign that I played last so week. So you and I look at each other like, hold on. Is this a confession? No, In my D&D campaign, my, my oh, barbarian dwarf killed his mother. And in that moment... Like, barbarian dwarf, that's pretty hot. It's pretty hot. And in that like moment, when we were all playing this happened like last week, one of the, the guys they played with was like, after that happened, he was like, hey, can we pause real quick? And we were like, yep. And he was like, I know this is just a game. And I know that, you know, we're having fun. And then he turns to me and he's like, but Pete, I'm really sorry that that happened. Oh my God, that's so that's And it was like, like aftercare. It, it is. It's like aftercare. It's exactly that. And, it, and, and I love that we get to see it in the game. But like, y'all, we got to integrate that stuff more into just how we live our lives. Which this is the so thing that I, I feel like we have some room to grow in. That's so cool because, like, I, love that. I do think, like, art making mm. often can be, like, another vulnerable space. Like, mm-hmm. talking about love making. Yeah, sure. But <laughs> art making. <laughs> well, like, if you're having a threesome, oh, yeah. that can be a very vulnerable space, yeah. right? Or sex. But if you're doing, if you're like making something with someone else, like stuff can come up still. Like even yeah. if it's maybe less charged or less personally physical or something like yeah. that, like stuff will still come up when you're making artworks or writing songs. And like we've been yeah. doing trauma informed training for our songwriting mm. retreats and like just things that like for re centering. But I love that like idea of being like, are you okay? And yeah. like just yeah. checking in about something that's like. Maybe it just brings up emotion, like mm-hmm. whether or not it's yeah. like based on a true story. But yeah, right. But still, like when you are creating something together, like there is a responsibility yeah. for that of, of what that. you are making and nurturing it and treating it well yeah. and aftercare and all the things that we're talking about. But I also think there's something about like, I'm thinking about like watching children at play mm-hmm. and how there's such like deep embodiment of the play and like you know, like a game of tag becomes like the terrifying game of chase where your life is at stake. Yeah. And I've watched it where you're like, oh, oh, everyone stop! This person no longer likes to be chased. And they're like, hysterically, oh, you know. And so you're like, oh, there is something about like, I mean, you know, play is 
actually this way that we can untether from like yeah. the narratives, right? right? And it doesn't have a point, which is part of its joy, is mm-hmm. that it's like it exists purely for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to and in some ways like I would even say it's like a spiritual practice because you mm-hmm. are untethered from like reality in this way that mm-hmm. is really um like uh not like you're disembodied or you're dissociating, but like you get to be like inside of your body and your life, yeah, but like yeah, not yeah. actually like, I don't know. It's not yours in that moment. And like, then you lose track of time and space. Yeah. It's just like, you're just like, here we are. And so I think there is something about like, I don't know. There's something for me about like how play function is this like alchemical process as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And 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 I don't I don't think we have that enough. No, like you see it with kids. Yeah. Um, it's that it's another thing that I love about D and D is you're pretending and entering that play space, but I'd love to see. I I just I want more, and same with kink space. I want more mm-hmm. of that kind of thing for people. But this comes back to something we talked about right at the beginning, which is like, with play there's often some kind of boundary. Yep. Right? Yeah. There's like, well, you can't run off the field or like, you know, if someone starts crying, yeah. that's a timeout. That's a timeout like, You have to stop. Stop. <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> or like, yeah, or like if, uh, and in the context of like D&D, it's like, you know you're playing a game so you're like able to suspend anything else. Mm-hmm. Or like if you're creating um, an artwork, you ha- you're like setting aside specific amount of time or something like a boundary of mm-hmm. a, a holding space, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that's what's maybe special about play mm-hmm. is that it has built-in boundaries. Maybe? Yeah, it's that container again container. that you're you're yeah, creating so that you can be like, great. What are the rules of tag? Uh-huh. Cool. I'm gonna set my inhibitions aside uh-huh. and I'm really gonna let myself play tag yeah. because <laughs> I know exactly how this game goes. And then you like you know go into it. And you know that you can run off the field when you want to stop playing in there, you know, uh-huh. there's a whatever zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you don't have those or those aren't respected, then you get the crying kid. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and like, it, but those, yeah. those containers are not counter to play. They make play yeah. safe. Absolutely. Yeah, and like, and, sure. and that's true for tag and that's true for threesomes and that's true for art and that's just true for so many so many things wow but it also reminds me of like something we said earlier which is like being in conversations about language which is it's Mm. funny to like use language to talk about language Mm -hmm. which is like all made up thing anyway (laughs) right and then it's like changing even as you're speaking it and you're Mm -hmm. like oh we can just make up something else right now so there's like this i this this thing of like what like how can we, in those containers where we're trying to, like, set some parameters and boundaries and then also, like, come to some common ground, there's still, like, this ripeness of, like, we have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I really, like, right. like, even in this moment, I was like, how did we end up in this conversation? Yeah. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Alchemy. Alchemy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. this, like, visual, like, I keep seeing, um the three of wands card from the Kim Kranz deck mm-hmm. in my mind. And I like, I was thinking about like these three elements coming together and in her deck, the cards are over, the wands are overlapped forming a triangle. And then it's like, there's this like void in the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it has structure, mm-hmm. 
but it's also like yes. this like portal to another place. Yes, it is. And I feel like that's like we have some structure in this moment. Yeah. We're also like portaling into another place. <laughs> we are. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> so fun. So, okay, so we've been talking about creating a void. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're the three elements and we're here with this like creative intention, but we've created this unknown space. Mm-hmm. And also as part of our intention with the alchemy of our threesome, nice. we invited each of us to bring something to put into the cauldron. Yeah. Cause we're going to so. cast a little spell as part of the last episode of this season. Yes. Do we know what spell? No. A spell of, of becoming. Becoming. Great. Because really what's happening is we're bringing things for this like alchemy, creative alchemy. Yeah. yeah. And it's from us. Mm-hmm. But we've been talking about play mm-hmm. and like this unknown space that's created with boundaries, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, it's a becoming thing. Yeah. yeah. And we don't actually know what people brought really. Oh yeah. So no. we're going to find out as we go. It's very yeah. But you know what we do know? <gasps> is that whatever we are is about to come together has never come together before. <laughs> oh, we do know oh, that. Oh my gosh. That. This is okay. going to be something brand new. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh. So I have set a um, pe- m- m- pest- mortar. mortar. Cauldron. Cauldron. Right. Yeah, it's called a cauldron. <laughs> I've set a cauldron on the altar. Yeah. Um, so we can have a representation of something to put our things into. Beautiful. Yes, I love it. Great. A container, if you will. A container. Yeah. <laughs> it literally a is a container. Yeah. Yeah. It literally yeah. is a little vessel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a heavy vessel. Okay, um, are you going to go first? No. Oh, no? I'm, no? I'm sorry. Who would like to go? Yeah. Who so this isn't my... I'm not normally here, so mm-hmm. you should decide... When should we play Eeny Meeny Miney? Yeah, <laughs> we should do rock, rock paper, paper scissors. Okay, all together. This is part of the spell. What? what? So this is a great example of needing agreements and yeah, rules before exactly. because I was what just is about to say it's going to be one, two, two rock three. paper scissors, then shoot. Okay. Okay, okay. and then is it there's best three. out of? No, what is just, happening? It's like whoever wins is the one who's going to show their. So thing you know, there's three of us. Okay. <laughs> okay, this will be. This is part of it. Okay, the I will two people say could that. Win. See? I don't know how many and then they have to go against each other. How many spells have you cast? Okay, this is great. In my actually. life, yeah. Does D and D count? Yeah, sure. Ooh, <laughs> so many. So many. Okay. <laughs> Should we roll a die? Will that help with this? Yeah, that might. Yeah. that might help him. Uh, <laughs> I wish I brought my D twenty. I know. I normally have one. I have a giant one. I know you have a giant one. <laughs> Amazing. But I think there is something about this is why I want to say about spell casting is that there's something about like planning ahead for a spell where you get all your elements. You're like, mm-hmm. and then there's like. Sometimes you're all of a sudden like in the middle of something magical that you can you created, which we did. Like we, mm-hmm. I can feel the energy shifted, and so we yeah, have yeah. all this really fun alchemical energy happening mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And so we're Agreed. just gonna play inside this magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we actually don't know. So I, I don't have no idea who's gonna win this rock paper scissors game. So whoever goes first, we'll just we'll know. I love it. Okay, here we go. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. I just beat you, you first. <laughs> then you go first. Then I go first. We had two uh, scissors and one rock. So, when I was preparing to to come here to record this podcast, um, I was talking to a woman I'm dating, mm-hmm. and I said, "What should I bring for the the cauldron?" 
And I said, we're talking about threesomes and kind of had a little fun moment with that. Uh, and she proceeded to pull off um, her leather garter <gasps> that um, she wears and I use. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. It's kind of like our little thing. Of, that is ooh, so cool. It's pretty cool. It's very s- special to us. Uh-huh. And yeah, mm. I use it a lot. That's so cool. And wow. it's like a circle. It is like a, it is like a leather, a leather circle. Wow. So put it in, in there. In the cauldron. So that is, that is from both of us as a mm. testament to That's cool. like the spirit and the magic. I of like the way in which you acquired the item. Me too, actually. I liked it too. She just... What do you think I should do? Here, take uh-huh. this. That is very sexy. I, uh-huh. I was actually had this kind of visual going. And also that like, Pete leaned over and like pulled it out of his back pocket. It was a bit also... in my back pocket, yeah. Just, yeah, just that for a moment to bring it out. So a little, a little um, sensuality getting thrown right. into our... Into oh, the our, cauldron. Uh, into the, the cauldron. Yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Into our little threesome. Into our threesome. Yeah. yeah. Into our threesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I don't care. Don't okay. you have to do another rock paper scissors shoot? Oh, okay. Rock paper scissors shoot. All right. Oh, okay. Christy, okay. All right. I I celebrated May Day yesterday. <gasps> Happy May and Day. And Beltane, which is like on the opposite end of the year from like Samhain, and so like there's this idea that there's like a lot of like thinning, another thinning of the veil, and like all this magical energy in the earth, but it mm. also is just like blooming and everything is sexy and alive. Yep. Trees smell like sex. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They do. Um, <laughs> and this yeah. year I painted some flowers for some of my friends and gave them flowers and I haven't given them to everyone yet, but I made this painting and it has flowers on it and eyeballs Yeah. and I wanted it to be in our cauldron, yes. <laughs> in our group magic. And I also have attached a post-it note to the back Oh my <laughs> to God. the back of my drama- my painting, mm-hmm. and it says 42 on it. It does say 42 on it. And it's exciting, because this is from another game that I played Ooh. with Pete when we went on a second date, a first date. I, I think it was like a second date. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Before the pandemic. Yep, three yeah. years ago. And, and we uh-huh. played a game of Jeopardy on our date. We did. that was funny. We did. Very inconvenient yeah. for the wait staff, but great for us. It was so funny. It was, it was really funny. Good. So it's kind of fun to pull. Okay, so I'm pulling energy from another like vibing kind of thing, thing and also created. I think it was under the category of mixtapes, perhaps, and it was mixtapes for forty two. Mixtapes for forty. I have no idea what this is. Let's, I, I don't know either. Guy. I haven't looked at the back, so this let's could find out. Let's find be out. Real bar- embarrassing. Yeah. What is it? It's a question. Okay. Or no, sorry. It's a. It's an answer. It's, it's an, an answer. answer. It's yeah. yeah. And you guys have to provide the question. Okay. Right. I guess we all do. This is a story of something going terribly wrong. <laughs> oh my God! That, that what a great tape? prompt. So the way uh, this no, came. Is this a mixtape? <laughs> don't think about that. No, 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 no. Yeah, don't worry about this the category. This was a getting to know you dating game. Yes. Of an opportunity to then to share. take. A story, take a prompt, okay, great. and create a story out of it. And if I remember correctly, um, we scored our stories in. We did. I yep. won by quite a lot. You won How by quite a bizarre. lot. <laughs> I it's think almost he was, like I was, he was trying. Kinda... <laughs> to... 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I think let's try uh, maybe yeah story of something that oh, went that terribly could be wrong. Our mail that could be our mail. <gasps> Dude, excellent. Yeah, okay. really great. So we are gonna take this answer mm-hmm. and we're gonna answer it towards the end of the episode. I love that. But the vibe is play. <laughs> what a fun date that was. <laughs> and it was such a fun date. I love creating things with you, Christy. Okay, same to and say, same Tunisia. I oh love my god. That I yes. got to participate a lot in Christy preparing to go on these days. <laughs> yes, she did. Because she'd be what? like, Do you have a hat? Or this a jacket or a thing, and I'd be like, I get what? She's like, I have to dress up for this date with this guy. Yeah, and it was great. And you had we, to have we, an accent. We coined it as like yeah. adventure dating. Yeah, it was yeah. very fun. It was really yeah, fun. It was very yeah. Fun. We like I we I costume I built a costume mm-hmm. from parts of Tunisia's wardrobe yeah. and mine. Yeah, and some shop like Walgreens stuff, and then showed up in character mm-hmm. to meet you, and you. We're I met, met from you from New well. Zealand. It's from New Zealand. I was a accent, large marine animal transport. And it went. Uh, the accent went in and out <laughs> regularly. But you also told the waitress that it was my birthday. It was a very funny date. Full of surprises. Kind of it. Yeah, yeah, that was really <laughs> good. Sounds good. Yeah. You guys are your own improv show. Yes. Yep. Great. Exactly. All right. So now we have an image of flowers and eyeballs. Mm-hmm. We have a garter belt. Mm-hmm. We have a question. An answer mm-hmm. to a question. Okay, I brought this tiny bouquet of flowers. That's so beautiful. I also celebrated Beltane yesterday, and I was like, I'm going to go buy some flowers. And I went to the store, and I was like, oh, these daisies are, like, dyed in that fun way when you're, like, in elementary school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, they're so foreign looking. They don't look like (laughs) daisies. But I loved it. I had this moment where I was like, oh, but the xylem and the phloem are strong in those yes. daisies. And so I bought them because I was like so in love with flowers. And so I I was I was also thinking about, I couldn't bring all these other flowers, but I brought you some images. So maybe we could put them on our Instagram yes. story and oh, such. Podcast images. Um, is like how much there's this flower that's blooming in the habitat by um, the junior high place where I work. And, and it's like this orange... The petals are orange, and then the inside, like the stamen and the pistil, are like this, like deep purple. Mm. And then the little buds are like these little hairy, like scrotum-looking things. Excellent. But then they burst open, <gasps> oh. and then they look like vulvas. Whoa! And they're so sexy. That's amazing. And so I was thinking Whoa. about, like, on my walk the other day, I was like. I like have finding flowers and I would like stick my face in them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love how damp flowers are and like uh-huh. so, so right? They're so sex amazing. organs, right? Yeah. And totally. So like, All like, of them eh. really vibe yeah. sex organs. And like lilies when their pistol starts like dripping. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, love oh, I, yeah, I love a dripping <laughs> pistol. Yeah. Totally. I, Not a smoky one, a dripping one. I get it. <laughs> And so I am putting these symbolically very vibrant daisies, which I'm gifting to Christy. Oh, I'm putting them into the cauldron, but I'm putting all of that like beautiful, like heady. They match the flowers in the painting. So good, and like the sexy, drippy springtime, lusty Mm -hmm. that is nature. Yes. Yeah. 
So I wanted to put the more than human world into our cauldron. I love it. Can I ask you about those two words you used when you were like, the blank and the blank are strong in these flowers? Oh. What were those words? The stamen? No. Xylem and phloem. Oh, the xylem and the phloem. So they're like the, the, basically the process that the flowers have of like pulling up nutrients and then taking them back down to the roots. And I can't quite remember. I think the phloem goes, you know. (gasps) Tell us, tell us. I can tell you exactly how I know this because my eighth grade science teacher... Mr. Williams made it where whenever we would see him on campus, what he always told us to yell at him is, hey, Mr. Williams, and would go, up your xylem. <laughs> and he'd yell, down your phloem. <laughs> and it stuck oh, with him. Oh, my God, Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams that was a great. good teacher. Up your xylem? Well, yeah, we'd be like, up your xylem, Mr. Williams. And down your phloem, like, Pete. Kid. Yeah, That's exactly. great. Yeah. Okay, so up okay, your xylem. Okay, so up your xylem and, and down, down your phloem. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this like this whole like interactive bre- inhaling kind of action and exhaling, even if it's mm. like more of a watery thing, mm-hmm. feels like alchemical kind of. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yes. So those m- magic words, I just needed to know what. Oh, they yeah, meant. I love it, and, mm-hmm. and that's why they are. And I have colors. a great way to remember yeah, now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Up your xylem. <laughs> so up the xylem means that one of them is like this neon pink. Mm-hmm. Yes, because someone put like pink. Dye. And there's a beautiful mm-hmm. lilac one yeah. and a bright purple one. Yeah, yeah. they're so cool. light pink. They're so yeah. Beautiful. That's insane. Yeah. And like my favorite thing to go to flowers is to be like, ooh, what's in Side of there, right? Ooh. I mean, I Ooh, let me push back. <laughs> let me push back the folds. Yeah. Let me... <laughs> yeah. yeah we're so all awesome. making little, probably creepy finger gestures. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's so perfect, too, because, like, just in, like, thinking about painting flowers, I was like, I want to paint them brighter colors than normal yeah. and like these ones might be semi-normal but i was like using a palette that had some fluorescence and stuff and i was Ooh. like oh weird but i was worried it wasn't natural enough and now i'm like dude it's xylem and phloem yeah yeah. <sighs> yeah okay guys so how do we what's what should be should we chant something yes let's chant something yeah yeah xylem and phloem yeah let's do it yeah. <laughs> okay and then what what's how do we know when it's done what do we want to well, uh, yeah. what other ingredients what other things? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I think we'll know when it's done, but yes, what are the other ingredients? Anything else you guys feel like we should do while we're chanting? Mm. Um, where, where's your tiny piano? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A sound of some sort. Okay. Oh, oh, I love oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah Great. Some, okay. sort of, some sort of sound. A sound. I love that. We need this Would sound. you like the Shruti box? It's the closest thing to a piano. Is that what I'm thinking of? Maybe. It I is what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. oh a tiny piano. I have a, I have a video of you still when you played this thing. The Shruti box. And it was, it's, I, it's my favorite. I'm gonna I watch it. It's a more. really fun oh, that's instrument great. to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can open any of the reeds. Are you giving this to me to yeah, play? Yeah, you requested an instrument. Yeah. This and how, do, how, do, how does this work again? I, I don't watch choose, the video for okay, we'll choose, instructional I'll choose reasons. some of the notes for you, and then you can adapt if you want to. And then I just open and close it? Yep. Yeah, you got to get You just close it, and then let it open towards you. So it will open towards you. And it'll make a noise? Yeah. Put your hand like this, and then press. You can, like, go here, and then press it, and then it will open towards you. You'll see. Try. Okay, great. All right. And if you keep doing that and pump air in... 
<laughs> Barry Xylem and Phloem guys. Barry Xylem and Phloem Then it will maintain a, a constant sound once you have more air flowing out. So it's kind of a cyclical breathing type. I don't know what that means. It'll like... Be a plant. I don't know what that means either, y'all. Sorry. (laughs) Up your xylem. I hear everything you're saying. So you're going to build up the air pressure inside of this. How do I do that? By pumping on this side. Pump. Yeah. And then this will release slowly on the other side, building the pressure, and then it will become a constant sound. How do I make it become a constant sound? You're doing it. Okay, got it. Keep going. All right. Great. Are we ready? Are we ready? Yeah. Is there anything else we need to do, Tunisia? I don't think so. I'm thinking since we're closing out our season, maybe there's something about like, we don't know what's going to happen for season three, oh, except for this row of, oh, except the of, row of the tarot cards. Yeah, except for the row of the tarot cards. Mm-hmm. But maybe mm. we could just be like, mm, summon something in. Yeah. Invite in what wants yeah. to come. Yeah. Mm, okay. That. Great. Because it's like, we're creating a... We're creating a vortex. Yes. A holder. A container to hold. Cool. Okay. Great. All right. Take it away. Xylem flowum. Xylem flowum. Xylem flowum. Xylem flowum. Xylem flowum, 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 Let's do uh, three claps. Oh, yeah. And the spell. Okay, dear listener. Now it's time for... Mm-hmm. <sighs> we'll save that first. But now I know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, now it's time for... You've got mail! With Meg flying. And Tom... Blowing. <laughs> What were the two words in the spell? Xylem and phloem? Xylem and phloem. Okay. Okay, um, never mind. All right, so because we have three people tonight, we're going to answer, we'll, we'll ask answer, our questions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And each person will get a minute on the clock to yes. answer. Great. All right. Uh, who would like to begin? Ooh. I can go first. Great. All right. Okay. Um, uh, just to refresh everyone's memory, the yeah. question, the answer to the question is, mm-hmm. this is a story of something going terribly wrong, and go. Okay. I'm at a Patti Smith concert. Everybody's singing along. It's like, oh man, everybody knows all the words. We're like, whoa, it's so good. And it was amazing. I get in the bus with the other people going back to the campsite, and I'm like, we are all feeling the exact same thing. And I'm like, Everybody! Wait, what do they spell in that song again? Oh. G-L-O-R-E-A. I say G-L-O-R-I-A. And I'm waiting for everyone to be like, Gloria. And nobody does shit. And I'm like, whoa, I really read this crowd completely (laughs) wrong. 
And now I have to sit, like, squeeze between these two older people <laughs> for, like, 15 minutes while we go back to our camps. <laughs> mm. Okay, wait, I have, you only have 15 seconds left, but did you, like, scream it out? Oh, yeah. I was at the very back of the van, and I was like, everybody, G-L-I! And then it was... Oh, no. <laughs> that is great. Thank you, Christine. Yeah. You're so welcome. For your minute of service. Very good. <laughs> okay. All right. Who's next? Okay, I'll go. Excellent. Okay. Um... All right, my story is a story that maybe actually happens to me a lot um, where I'm like, I'm going to wear really sexy underwear and mm-hmm. I love sexy underwear and I just feel so beautiful when I mm-hmm. put on my sexy underwear. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes it's like a thong, which I don't mind, but then you're like in a hot car with your like high-waisted jeans, mm-hmm. you being me, because <laughs> this is my look, right? And it's and like, yeah, and you're thong and you're driving along and it's hot and all of a sudden you realize that your thong is so far up your ass <laughs> that it's like slicing you in half maybe and you're just Ouch. like, this was the worst fucking idea and you're like in traffic and you want to, one, rip your underwear off your body but then also you want to like scream and like it's like you're being contained by sharp fabric that's lacy and you also think like, Maybe I'm forming some scar tissue in my butt. Yeah. Like, there's a lot. It's the price you pay for being hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It starts out as like this. I'm going to feel super sexy. And it's like, yep. I am made out of Play-Doh and it's yep. killing and me. It's it is. <laughs> right through. Right up there. Yep. Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. You're so welcome. Bless you. All right, Pete. All right. Are you ready to answer ready? the question? Yes. So, Do you want it, Is it better to see the timer? No. Does that make you stress? Okay. You'll just hear it. Oh, okay. I got that. I'll do a little bit of both. Okay, great. Okay. Over. So, since this is a dating podcast, I thought I would share a date. And earlier we talked about how we don't want to um, have uh, surprise threesomes, ideally. Mm. We talk about those. One time I was meeting a, a woman from an app for a drink, and I got to said establishment, and it was her and her friend. Mm-hmm. Which was not like, you know, talked about before, and so I was not expecting it. Mm-hmm. And so I sat down, and I was very confused. I was like, hi, like, good to see you, and who might you be? <laughs> and, you know, got talking to her. And what I realized was happening in this moment is the woman who I'd been talking to didn't really say a word the whole time. <gasps> and her friend was just, like, talking to me this, through this whole thing. And then, I kid you not, but five minutes into it, she goes to the restroom and her friend is like, you're going to be nice to this girl. You are going to buy her dinner. You are going to like take her back to your house. And this is what you're going to do. And I said, heard. And I called her an Uber. Wow. What? Yeah, it was wild. Her friend said that to me and just left. And then when her friend came out of the bathroom, she was like, where'd she go? And I was like, uh, she had to go. It's great meeting you. Let's get you home. Oh my God. Yeah. It was wild. What? Is wow. that? I know what. What is was that? happening? It That's was. Like I think your it Italian was Italian aunt along to your date. Yeah. It was like wingman gone too far. Like, wingman yeah. gone too far, and then also gone too soon. It sounds like. too far, too soon. <laughs> too far, too soon. Like it was very. It was very. Really, I never very, thought very, of using a wingman on a date where you were like I, been chatting we with someone hustle. on an app. You're gonna yeah. Like, Boss someone into being nice to your friend. <laughs> yep, it's exactly what That's it was. That's not a great, like, bossy wingman is not my favorite. I no, she oh, was God, no. so bossy. She was like, You're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do this. And I did said, Did her poor friend know what her other friend was oh, doing? I am assuming, because then she was like, I'm gonna go. And I was <gasps> like, Great. 
And then she left, and then her friend came out, and I was like, and we finished our drinks, and I was like, I gotta go. And she was like, well, I didn't drive here. And I was like, no worries. Yeah, we got you know what? I lied in this story. <gasps> oh, this is worse. It's going over. Oh my God. It's going I don't, I don't even care. Keep talking. Keep talking. I didn't call her an Uber. <gasps> I, you drove her home. Nope. You made you her walk. You made her nope. walk. She had to hitchhike. Y'all, I helped her <laughs> download the Uber app and sign up. <laughs> And this for. is where your credit yep. card number And she was like, I don't have it. And I was like, let's oh head to the God. app store. And we did the oh whole thing Oh my gosh, outside. I love it. So not only did you get schooled, you also got to school. I just didn't appreciate being <laughs> bullied into, in the well, it's best also like, scenario, Ubering somebody home. And I was like, that's not what we agreed upon motive. here. Let me like, help. It yeah. was... Wait, I, sorry, did the friend tell you to take the other friend home? Yes. Like, and like to like, her home. Or to your like home. Like to drive both. her home? Oh, both. And like, she lived... And she was home. okay with that? Y'all she doesn't know who you are? Let me tell you right now, Albuquerque Podcast, she lived in Rio Rancho. Oh. I am not driving my ass up to Rio Rancho no. for something that was not negotiated or agreed upon beforehand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. An Uber to Rio Rancho can get pretty Exactly. Crazy. Which is why my service that evening was introducing you to the app. <laughs> You're welcome. Best and she needs to know ever. that app. Like, for her own safety and well-being, <laughs> you need to be able to get your own ass home. You <laughs> cannot depend on your friends I think she does need other strangers. people in her life who tell her what to do. Yeah, maybe, oh. maybe that's her kink. <laughs> maybe not, though. No, she, she, she was... Maybe she's... Yeah, well, yeah. we can only surmise. We can only, we can only surmise. What if... It was, crazy like, situation. it was like a 20-minute date. Oh. Okay. Yeah. This all happened like that. <laughs> the downloading the app. Yeah, that, that's that was the longest part was like, of it. Yeah. It was yeah. weird, yeah. y'all. <laughs> yeah. That little thing where it's like still downloading. Okay. That's fantastic. That was great. Thank you, you so much. Thank you story. so much. You're so welcome. Okay. We have reached the end of our podcast. We have. Mm. Thank you so much for listening, dear yeah, listeners. For this whole season. For this whole season. We would love for you to contact us with your awesome questions or answers that you would like us to provide a question for. Mm-hmm. Either one works. Um, you can reach us at the dates of our lives at gmail.com. Nope. Nope. <laughs> dates of our lives podcast at gmail.com. We are also on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, share with all your fleeing states, exes, threesomes. You can mm-hmm. talk about it before. Yeah. When we're done with this oh, threesome, yeah. you could actually have a threesome where you invite everyone to listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked. and then naked. naked. Yeah, if you want. But you had to negotiate that before. Yeah, nice. Build that container. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you could bring it along on a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Introduce yeah. it. Yeah, you could add it to together. the cauldron. Yeah, it could be mm-hmm. your third thing. One, two, <laughs> podcast three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some shared headphones. Real you know what? Cute. You can have a threesome with us. <laughs> In your ears. <laughs> You're number three. Yeah. We are. Oh, it's so exciting. You can also follow us on Instagram at Dates of Our Lives Pod or on our website, Dates of Our Lives Podcast.podbean.com. Thank you so much. Thank you.